Boys are back in town, episode 53, Send It Podcast, The Adams Family, and I'll explain the name later. Uh, you got Coach and Me tonight, we're recording on a Wednesday evening, uh, Austin is MIA, Packers, of course, the only team that won, and he is not here. Coach, what's going on, dude? Not much. Uh, I'm glad we had a couple days after that Sunday night football debacle to uh, recover. Um, it, it was, uh, you know, it's like... Being a fan, it's 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 obviously tough when your when your team loses because you you invest so much into it. But like I st- honestly, I stopped watching the game at halftime. I mean, that's we. I'm gonna have more to say about that game later. But uh, that was just a brutal game, <laughs> brutal game. So it's kind of a kind of a tense week for both of us. Kind of a lot going on. He, he, there's rough a lot week, going on for weekend, both our teams. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was yeah. rough, but you know, we we get to see all the morning talk shows and. Uh, nonstop coverage of both of our teams and it's just it's it's awesome so hopefully both of us both of our teams can turn it around and make those things positive but we shall see we shall see all right so we will start off and get into uh my raiders who threw up an egg the other day that was pathetic that's the phrase that comes to mind pathetic um raiders played the bears at home we've got a home game we think we're going to get get it going. Uh, we lose nine to twenty. Embarrassing, as I said earlier. Pathetic. Um, Bears actually had a good uh, showing of fans in the stadium. Raiders fans, stop selling your tickets unless you know the Raiders fans. Um, you don't want that at your home field, but that's the issue with Vegas. We thought it was going to be black and silver or silver and black all over the place, but then you have to deal with the possibility that people are going to want to go to Vegas and throw in a game at the same time. And if they happen to be Bears fans, then there we go. Um, but overall, the game. We know there was a lot of distractions from what's going on with Gruden, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. Or if you checked out episode 52, uh, the end of Chucky, then you know where we've already covered this. But uh, Coach didn't have a chance to get his take on it, so he'll give a couple of notes at the end of this. But that was on their mind clearly. But in general, it was just a sloppy game. They had over 10 penalties, or they had 10 penalties, I believe almost 80 yards. Stat-wise, Carr went 22 for 35, 206 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. Um, the bears rushed for 143 yards on the Raiders. They really didn't have any receivers go off on us. The defense did decent. I mean, if you think about it, they held them to 20 points. The least we could do is put up 27 for a team that's been averaging 30, but we couldn't even do that. Khalil Mack had a day, um, one QB hit one sack after that sack, he threw up the Oakland. O. I don't know if that was in jest or if he's showing us, he misses us. I hope he misses us. Um, so defense defense held held it together in a sense. It was only 20 points, but they were on the field too much. Um, Denzel Perryman still probably our best uh, overall with 12 tackles, 10 solo. Ngakwe kind of came out. He had uh, two QB hits and two sacks. I believe Crosby barely made the stat line. Uh, he had kind of a quieter night. Jonathan Abram, who's been playing smart, had three QB hits. So secondary still needs help, but this this game, it was not the defense's fault. I'm putting this really all on the offense, and once again, a lack of creativity and a lot of issues with drops. Um, I'll give you some perspective on that. So Rugs and Renfro led with 51 yards and 56 yards and a touchdown. 
or excuse me, the touchdown was Jacobs's. So no touchdowns between those two. Um, Waller was four for eight uh, with 45 yards. Edwards had five targets, only two receptions. Just unacceptable. You have the ball in your hands that many times, catch the thing. Like we can't afford to have that many mistakes. I mean, you have a drop here and there, things happen, but Waller four for eight, like something was clearly going on with him uh, that evening. And then Jacobs rushed 15 times for 48 yards and a touchdown. This is becoming his normal stat line. He has double-digit rushes. The yards don't even eclipse 50, and then he sneaks a touchdown in there, which still doesn't really make it better. Um, the real issue is our O-line. It's just straight trash. It's garbage. Um, you know, Rodney Hudson uh, leaving was a, a big issue. Incognito still hasn't joined the line. Gabe Jackson's in Seattle protecting, um, you know, Russell Wilson, or I guess Geno Smith now. But it's it's just garbage. And th- and then just a little side note that I know Eric's going to back me up on. Justin Fields. So he's the savior of the of Chicago, leading the monsters of the midway. He's going to lead them to Super Bowls. And this is who they've been waiting for since Jake Cutler. He went 12 for 20, 111 yards, a touchdown, and he had a fumble. That's that's your 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 savior. Like, give me a break. Um, the Packers are going to have their way with them this weekend. I'm positive of that. But that's just my take on it. Um, he, uh, once again, is wasting Allen Robinson. They're all wasting him. But anyways, the Bears are not good. The Raiders were just pathetic. Um, Coach, what do you have on that and um, the game? And then I'll let you do a little spiel on old Chucky there. Yeah, definitely not a good game for the Raiders. Obviously, there there's a lot of distractions and stuff. But I, I truly believe the Raiders are a better team than the Chicago Bears. And just to get stopped 100%. out here. Yeah. Stop that in your whole your own building by um, by a team that you're better than and a rookie quarterback, you know, that really has not been all that impressive. You know, uh, my thoughts on fields were, you know, in the beginning when he said, oh, the you know, the NFL game really isn't that fast. It's not a big deal. I'm totally cool oh. giving giving rookie quarterbacks the benefit of doubt, letting them learn and stuff like that. But when you get really cocky and you come to the NFL, if you're humble – 100% respect you, you're cocky. I'm going to enjoy watching you fail. Um, and uh, But I think there's also should be a difference between confidence and cocky, and he just really hasn't backed it up yet. Um, they got the win, um, which, you know, would have been a nice win for the Raiders. You know, then they've been 4-1, and one, uh, not 3-2. and two. Um, So, but in this AFC West, as we know, is going to be a uh, – it's going to be a tough battle to the end, um, and uh, every every win counts, whether it's you know against the division or against another team. So, just not not a good day for the Raiders. I understand. You know, we have we have some distractions, which I will get into now. So, I unfortunately wasn't able to be on the podcast yesterday when you guys were uh, were talking about um, about Gruden. Uh, to me, Gruden has always kind of been an enigma. He uh, you know he inherited a team in, in Tampa Bay that ended up winning a championship. They got him, obviously, a lot of street street cred being a Super Bowl winning coach. Um, he was great on ESPN, um, but he hasn't really done much for the Raiders as far as, like, I think the team's obviously improved a lot this year, but in just for what he's getting paid, $10 million a year, he uh, he can only do so much as a coach, but he's also he was also 51% decision maker on that too. So a lot of his – Draft picks and and plays just plays as far as getting getting individuals and players in there really hasn't worked out. Obviously, some have, some haven't. And that's going to be like with anyone. But when you're getting paid that much and you have that much control over a team, you're held to a little bit higher standard than 
just your regular, you know, run of the mill coach. Um, it's, uh, you know, I remember I, I texted you as soon as I, I was listening to the radio and I got the live update about him getting fired. And I was just like, wow, this is, uh, this is crazy. I know a lot more emails came out and a lot more stuff happened. Um, and it's, uh, it's unfortunate, uh, that, um, first off that he said those things. Um, and, uh, like, like we were talking about before the show, if, you know, for all these people that were commenting on it, you know, I think the old saying is like, you know, if you live in a glass house, don't throw stones, right? No one's perfect. He said some messed up stuff. Um, and his, his actions should definitely be, he should be, he should be held accountable for him. Um, but so many players have come out like, you know, Tim Brown, you know, Raiders legend, uh, said he never, and obviously he was there during Gruden's first, uh, first in with the Raiders never felt any sort of racial tension or, or, or any sort of racial things w- with Gruden at all. You know, Mike Tirico, somebody he worked with on Monday night football for seven years that, you know, I have the utmost respect for just an incredible sports announcer. Um, and someone who spent obviously a lot of time with Gruden traveling, talking football, being in the booth together, never felt anything either. Uh, Gruden said some jacked up stuff. There's no doubt about that. And people are obviously entitled to their, their opinions, um, you know, in my personal opinion, you know, uh, I think people might be getting a little bit soft on certain things. Uh, but you know what? People, like I said, they're entitled to their opinions. And if that offended them, Gruden needs to be held accountable. And he was. And now his his, his football career, his likeness and Madden is gone. His, uh, he's out of the yeah. ring of honor. Um, but then we also got felons. And we got we got a person on my team that's accused of of uh assault you know assaulting his you know pregnant girlfriend so Mm. there's in the in the scheme of life you know words words i guess words words hurt people more than than other things it's it's man this is just like a real live reaction from me so i'm sorry for the pauses and stuff like that it's just it's it's really just unbelievable. I, you know, I tried to rehearse this in my head just to say like what my feelings were on it. And it's just, it's unfortunate for Gruden. Um, and, uh, it's unfortunate he said those things. And I just, I hope we can move on. And ultimately what, what happened with the Washington football team, the only person who's accountable right now is John Gruden, which is nuts because what was happening there was, it, it goes so much deeper, not a conspiracy theory guy, but there is so much stuff out there that we don't know that I think once that comes out and I hope, I hope it does, the John Gruen thing will be somewhat of an afterthought and 750,000 emails. And you're telling me Dan Snyder has, has said nothing. There's, he can't be held accountable for anything like that. So, um, we shall see, but you know, that, that I'm appreciate Let me go on say my piece. You know, you guys did a great episode yesterday. Um, and, appreciate that. Uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about the situation. You know, I, I, I wish, mm. I wish John Gruden luck, and I wish all the people who he offended that they can, they can find in their heart to forgive him too and heal, because you know that's what we got to do in these times. We have to not, not forget, but forgive someone. Let, let them learn a lesson and, and, and move forward. So that's all I got to say on it. But uh, it has definitely been an eventful week for both of our teams. Hundred percent. Yeah, a little, little more on your shock, end than my shocking end, but week. shocking week. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah, for for anybody because he he is a a a figure in the NFL that everyone knows. You know, he shows up to practices of whatever team when he was not coaching anymore, and oh my gosh, John Gruden's here in the big show, and now 
he's not going to be welcome at those practices. Like you said, Ring of Honor booted him out in in Tampa Bay. So it's sad to see the career end. But you, this is just one of those one of those things where you know um, society is not as forgiving as maybe they were several years ago. And you just got to be careful about what you say and think about people that might be offended by by what you do say there. So not condoning anything, but his yeah. his time's up. Which yeah, he, is also, he also he also hurt but, you know Frank Caliendo. You can't do the John Gruden impressions anymore. So. There you um, go. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's affected. So unfortunately, everyone, we're going to move on to another depressing topic, which is uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. So we'll let Eric break down a bit of what happened in the game and how he thinks things are going to go uh, forward. I cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. I want winners. That quote was directed towards Dan Sorensen. All right, Eric, go. Oh, well, uh, you know, there's a lot of hype about this Bills Chiefs game, as there should be. You know, two you know premier teams in the uh, in the AFC or in the NFL in general. Uh, the Bills absolutely dominated that game. Um, you know, I, I had to work early Monday. Was completely prepared to stay up, deal with being tired on Monday. Halftime, I cut that shit out. I was I was so dis disheartened by the play I saw on the field. A lot having to do with Dan Sorensen just like being totally oblivious in coverage. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like I saw a stat that Dan Sorensen has like 12 missed tackles himself. Like the Denver Broncos really oh, use as a, as a, an example, I have 24 missed tackles as a team. So that is, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to figure out like what, is going on? Why are you continuing to play this individual? Um, you know, Spagnola has, I think it was like the two worst defenses as far as allowing rush yard goes per play. So it was like Chiefs are at like 7.1. He was at like 6.7 or something with the Saints. So I don't, I don't know if it's a scheme thing. I don't know if it's, it's got something to do with not having the, the best defensive players. And that's what happens, you know, when you're not drafting in the first round or you're dra- drafting at the bottom of the first round, um, you're getting kind of some cast-offs. You... Defense is as obviously important as offense, and the Chiefs have a great offense, but you're seeing that they're watching this defense play and they're always having to score on every drive, which isn't fair. Um, and Patrick is trying to... Um, Patrick, it's like I know him, um, or his mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, he's trying he's trying to hit a home run in every play, and you just can't do that. Um, you know, defenses are figuring out to, uh, to how to cover the Chiefs better. Um, I feel like the open of the, the the middle of the field is a lot more open for the Chiefs, and he's just he, he keeps trying to bomb it to Tyree, bomb it to Kelsey, bomb it to you know Pringle, whoever. And it's just not working. Yeah, two interceptions. Uh, one of the worst games I've seen him play. Um, and I think there's just a lot going on in Kansas City right now that they just need to get fixed. Um, I don't think the defense can get fixed um, this year uh, fully. They just have to be better. Frank Clark is the seventh high, the seventh highest paid player in the NFL right now. Okay, he's a DN that you know he had like five QB pressures. Doesn't get a set. I mean, it's just it, it's infuriating. I mean, he's making more money than quarterbacks. He's making like twenty five, twenty six. The, rough, the roughing the passer call was bullcrap, though. I'll oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, that was you know, well, Chris, yeah. he Chris finally Jones, touches the quarterback and then they take it away from him. You know, you know, Chris Jones, he didn't get the play. I think he would have helped, but he's not. He's not. He doesn't need to be on the end. He needs to be on the inside, try and help with that run. 
you know, run stopping defense, but um, it's, uh, it's tough times, man. And, and the chiefs and the chiefs had, you know, they had, let's see here. They had 392 total yards. Buffalo only had 436 total yards. So it's not only 436. I say that because there's really not that much of a difference, but the chiefs just got dominated in every way, sense or every way, shape and form. And, uh, it's a tough pill to swallow. We have been humbled. I've been humbled. Um, I, I, I'm not arrogant to the fact that I didn't know our defense was bad, but this is just, it's getting worse and worse. Um, I literally, if I like, I don't have much hair as it is now, but if they continue to stay to, to, to start Dan Sorensen, I will have no hair by the end of the year. Um, so they need to get well, what did, fixed. What did Juan Thornhill do? Like, like why I, is he getting the I, close I don't know like if he, he, he was a with, stud his rookie year. Yeah, maybe he hooked up with Steve Spagnuolo's daughter or something. I don't know. Because it, it's like the fact that he's not playing him is is beyond me. Especially when, you know, I forgot what analyst said. You sent it to me. It's like, you know, Thornhill and Matthew are like, you know, he thinks like a top five safety pairing in the NFL. So, I don't know what's going on. I wish I could be inside that building, be a fly on the wall just to see what what's going on because we're just not all on the same page. We're definitely having a Super Bowl hangover, and getting beat that bad is just uh, – it did something to them. Um, and, uh, you know, they were in every game, whether it was the Chargers or it was um, the Ravens, but they just got dominated by the Bills. And when you lose to the Bills, you lose to the Chargers, and you lose – to the Ravens, you know, the three best teams in the AFC, you've essentially arrow the, the AFC championship will not be an arrowhead. I can put money down on that and be confident in saying that without a doubt. So, uh, it's just, it's not good, you know, and we, next week, we, we have to win these next two games. It's bar none. There are two very winnable games and then we got the Packers. So we have to win these next two games, next two games. So, uh, if you're listening, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, please, for the love of God, Please. And the defense, Dan Sorensen, just, you know, pull a groin or something like that and let Juan Thornhill play for the benefit of all of us Chiefs fans. But uh, I got I got a new nickname for him. Dan the Burnt Man Sorensen. Yeah, like Dan that? the Burnt Man Sorensen. Dan's made some great plays for the Chiefs, but he uh, is just not. I mean, you gave him a send it award. Did he not listen? Like, yeah, no, he, he did. He did. You just get cocky because you were you got an award and then you, and then you, yeah, send you it just said start screw it. I don't, I don't and, have to try anymore. Um it sucks. It's sad. You saw that one that that play that play to Diggs. Um, the only reason that that wasn't a touchdown was Diggs thought that he was already in the end zone and started to do like you know a, a little dance. And he's like, "Oh crap, I'm at the 20. And then Sorensen got a tackle, but he was so far. Oh, he was it, smoked. It's it's almost like it's like you're like when I see the Chiefs defense play, it's like you're playing your five year old brother in Madden. He's got no idea what he's doing, and you're just scoring, scoring, scoring. And uh, it's it's ridiculous, man. I mean, I don't know if you have any thoughts on this. I'm going to mute this and I'll let you talk because I, I can't. It's it's very frustrating right now. I, I got you. Take a breather. Take a breather. Um, so, you know, I watched the majority. Uh, I also was surprised that so we thought it was going to be a shootout. And I guess when you have a combined 58 points, it is a shootout. But when there's an 18 point differential, which I never saw coming for this one. It's pretty startling. Um, like you said, I think that Andy Reed is just so comfortable with, he loves his vertical passing game and that's what they've been living off for the last couple seasons. And it's been working out for them. But like you said, you're just bomb bombs away in double coverage in the middle of the field, like very dangerous areas. 
And I'm not saying Mahomes is a pick machine, but he's definitely turning it over at a higher rate than he normally does. And it's just uh, it's just startling. And then, like you said, the defense, I'm trying to I'm looking at some stuff from last year and this year. I don't see a difference in the scheme. I don't see a difference in the personnel. So I'm like, what is going on? Like you guys just that far out of position. Like, do we need to go back to to doing the alligator roles and working on tackling? Like, I, I don't know what the problem is. And we talked about this. I think even the last two episodes, I said, Eric, what's changed personnel wise? You're like, almost nothing. Like there, there's literally been like, you still have Hitch. You still got the Badger. You still got Sorensen. You still got um, Frank Clark. You've got Chris Jones. Like there haven't been that many personnel changes compared to some of these other teams. Like the Raiders defense is night and day compared to last year. Like our linebacking core, our D line, they're all different. We wipe, we cleaned it all out. Um, so I don't know. It's just very startling to see. And I, the league is better or the division is better when everyone's playing at a high level. So this is just like kind of weird. And then I could, I could easily see the Raiders thinking that, Oh, the chiefs are playing as bad or worse than us. And then we'll throw you guys an easy win just because that's the way things are going right now. Yeah. I mean, I thought it's startling. It is, you know, when we got Jaron Reed from uh, Seattle, I thought he was going to be like a great run stopper D tackle there for us. I like that move. I love that move. You know, we talked about that in our, uh, you know, our, our off season review on things that our teams have done and he hasn't done shit. And you know that there's that meme you sent me of Tyron, just like with his hands up in the air, watching Dan Sorensen and just like three separate times, three separate times. It's like, what what are you doing? Badger um, is a unquestioned great leader. I don't know if his voice is just not being heard, but he's got to be frustrated. He can't do it all. And uh, everyone's got to step up. I mean, we we just don't have the athletes. Like I said, you know, Ben Neiman is not a starting. You know, he's not an NFL. Um, he's not an NFL linebacker. Maybe he's okay on special teams. Like I said last week, but uh, you know, Bolton's going through some growing pains. You know, having Willie Gay back, um, I think will be better this week because you know last week he was his first week back, um, and he's going through some mental health issues too. So. We just got to get better, man. And uh, there's not going to be one move, uh, whether it's getting, you know, Stefan Gilmore or um, anyone else for that matter, that's going to make a big difference. We need, we need to just be better. And uh, it's, it's, it's got to happen soon, man. I think the offense could, could get us into the playoffs, but week one, or we, you know, the wild card weekend, we, we can't we can't stop anybody. It's just it's it's unbelievable. It, I just it's the worst. It's like the worst defense in like the history of the NFL. It's it's just like unbelievable. And it's just you're wasting this great offense. You know we got we got Patrick Mahomes for another 10, 15 years, ten years at least, right? But these Ty- Tyreek Hills, these Travis Kelseys, like. There's almost so much time that these right. guys are going to be elite, and I do not want to blow this. I mean, the Chiefs should at least have another Super Bowl. And uh, what, that's what's so frustrating about this league is you only get these all-star rosters for so long. Like I guess sometimes, it, like, like I said, Bucks, man, like you know, you're able to repeat it. It's oof. it's on, and that's and I yeah. vomit my mouth saying this, but like how the Patriots were able to do what they did for as long as they did with not really having all-star rosters is just it's incredible. So uh, the Chiefs it need is. to figure it out. Need to get it done. You know, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to be out four weeks, and he was just getting back, so that hurts. But uh, Daryl Williams, the other Daryl Williams, is going to have to step up. And, uh, you know, McKinnon and the boys and just just do work, man. We, we, we just got to be better. And it, 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 starts, it starts this week in Washington. So I'm going to leave it at that. Um, and uh, really just praying, doing my Hail Marys, whatever you got to do, because 
God, we just we, we got to get back on track. It's it's ridiculous. I think this would accurately just accurately describe yours and my feeling this weekend. Yeah. Um, all right. So now we're going to do just very quickly, like literally a couple seconds. Well, a couple minutes, I guess, because Austin is not here. Um, but we'll quickly, the Packers had a, a pretty nice win, a pretty nerve wracking win for Austin, at least over the Bengals. Um, I'm not sure how many kicks it took Mason Crosby to find the game winner. Um, as you said, it was one of the most ridiculous weekends as far as field goals go. Um, I know their kicker thought he won the game. Didn't happen to see that it didn't go through the uprights, but, uh, I think there was, there, I think there was 13 missed extra points too. That's just insane. Yeah. That's absurd. 13 missed field goals, um, or extra points. And they did go to overtime. Um, the really only thing I wanted to mention here was Devonte Adams. If he hasn't already solidified his spot as the best receiver in the league, um, 11 receptions, 206 yards and a touchdown. Anyone that had this guy in fantasy is ecstatic right now. Um, but he had a huge day, but the Packers, you know, advanced to four and one and we can't get a weekend where all three of our teams win. It has not yet happened this year. So maybe it'll happen soon. I think the closest thing we had was week one where you and I won and then Austin lost and then they haven't lost since. And you and I just keep losing. Um, but yeah, so the Packers once again are, are, are rolling. I didn't, I would never have thought they'd have a, a game this close against the Bengals, but the Bengals are doing pretty well. They're three and two now, I believe. So definitely not something to ignore. Um, their offense is pretty uh, pretty potent. So unless you had anything else, you want to move over to uh, predictions, or do you have any yeah, notes on the Packers? It was like the mo- it was like a, it was like the three Stooges with with these two teams kicking. It's unreal. Bengals, like I said, Bengals are Bengals are a good team. You know, even Aaron Rodgers was 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 giving praise to to Joe to Joe Burrow. So Joe Burrow is a real deal. So were the Bengals. I was. Super excited because my my prediction was going to come true and the Bengals were going to win, but uh, they didn't. But good good learning experience for the team and Jamar Chase is a absolute beast. So I'm reclaiming him as the offensive yeah. rookie of the year. You still said it at one point; it still counts. Okay, so we'll get into predictions now, and Eric and I will do our best to keep it short. We're going to predict all the week six games. At the end, we'll go over our t- our two teams and give you a little more of an in depth preview. But we still try to keep it short so we can get you over to our send it awards and then close out the night. So week six predictions, I'm going to start with a game for Eric. Thursday night football is Bucks and Eagles. Bucks, man. Uh, no doubt about that. Bucks are playing great football right now. Uh, Tom Brady lit it up last week. Um, I think five touchdowns. Granted, they're playing the Dolphins, which doesn't say much, but uh, they're going to continue to roll. I think the Eagles might keep it close for some of the game, but I think yeah, Tampa will pull away. Ultimately, they're more talented, so I got the Bucks in that game. I agree. I, I don't think a mobile quarterback is going to be enough to shake them. It's got to be an elite mobile quarterback or uh, something they've never really seen before to stop them at this point. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with you on the Bucks. I'm going to take Dolphins and Jags next. Um, the only thing that saved the Jags this week was Gruden distracting from the Urban Meyer issues, but the issues are still there in Jacksonville, and they have not won a game, and I don't think they're going to win this one. I think even... If Tua is not back, even though I believe he is, I think the Dolphins are going to take the W. I don't know if you had any difference or if you agreed. This is this is going to be a tough game to watch. I think um, Tua might be back. Yeah, I think the Dolphins will win ultimately. Um, I, I really think the Jaguars might win one or two games. It is a uh, it's chaos down there, but um, Florida battle. But yeah, I think the Dolphins win. 
I'm just glad it's not on Thursday night. I don't want to watch that. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you another gimme, I think. Rams and Giants. Rams, uh, easily. I think they're going to blow them out. Um, I actually have a dilemma. Do I start Matt Stafford or do I start Lamar Jackson this week in fantasy? Because they're both playing teams that could potentially give up a lot of points. Um, but, yeah, the Rams, no doubt. The Giants are just in disarray right now. I think Joe Judge's seat is getting warm. And, uh, yeah, Saquon Barkley's ankle last week, too, was an insane sight to see as well. It's like a baseball. But somehow it's not broken, so I don't know. I don't think he'll play this week, but Rams all the way, not even close. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I thought his season was done. Uh, Kadarius Tony definitely stepped up 189 yards and then ruined it by punching somebody in the head. Great job, moron. Uh, but yes, Rams over Giants. Next, I'm going to go Texans Colts. I think Carson Wentz is still not really back to the form we're all waiting to see him back in. But I think the Texans are enough of a dumpster fire that they will still win. He's got the pieces. Um, the running back, Jonathan, whatever, uh, had an amazing Jonathan week Taylor. the other night. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, thank you. Uh, Wisconsin guy. Um, so I think the Colts are going to take the W over the Texans. Colts, yeah. No, I, so do I. It's crazy. I, I mean, I do a little fantasy thing here, but I had Lamar Jackson and Jonathan Taylor. Got me 80 points. Still lost to the guy because this dude's team was, like, unreal. Uh, unreal. I thought I had a chance, and then, no, this dude had Mark Andrews, too. So, yeah, but the Col- Colts are going to win. Uh, that's an embarrassing loss to the Ravens. I mean, Lamar went off, but, you know, uh, I guess the Colts just really don't want to give a first-round pick to the Eagles, ultimately. So, yeah, it is what it is. Because <laughs> it could be a higher pick than we all thought yep, as well. 100%. Um, so, you want to stick? Stay on. I've got your boy Joey Burrow against Jared Goff. Lions, what do you think? Lions, man, that was a tough break for that team. They had a, the Lions got a great coach. Dan Campbell's an emotional leader, and uh, you can see his passion. But uh, the Bengals will get back on the winning streak. Uh, they will be 4-2 and two after week six. Uh, expect Jamar Chase to get another touchdown. And Joe Mixon, baby, go off. I need you, boy. Uh, I agree. I also I- – I love. Uh, I actually like Dan Campbell. I thought he was going to be a little much coach of the Lions, but I like his intensity, his passion, and how much Starbucks he drinks. I think that's great. Um, you know I've never been a fan of Jared Goff, even when the Rams were good. I just never bought into that. So I think uh, Joey B is going to get a, a win out there. I feel for you, Dan Campbell, but it's not going to happen. All right, next game I'm going to take to start um, Chargers and Ravens. I will be rooting for Ravens flock in this one. I want the Chargers to lose. Eric wants the Chargers to lose. The Ravens are not in our division. We need to play catch up here. Uh, Raiders are still somehow second in the AFC West, but that's not going to last if we continue on our current trajectory. So um, I like how Lamar, I really think he's improved as a passer. Um, He pulled out great wins on the Chiefs and the Colts the other night. So as long as he can keep it together, hit his receivers when he needs to, limit the mistakes, I think they could beat the Chargers. To your other question, I would probably start Stafford. I think he's going to make it rain. I just have a feeling. So, uh, yep, Ravens over the Chargers. I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same. I think they're going to keep their momentum from their comeback win against Indianapolis. Uh, Lamar Jackson had an all time half um, of football. Actually, you know, it was it was at halftime. I went I went I went ahead a week in my fantasy. He was like, you know what? Screw Lamar Jackson. I'm 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 putting in Matthew Stafford. So I didn't didn't forget or anything like that. And then Lamar Jackson went off. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll change it back. But maybe I'll change it back again to Matt Stafford. But uh, the Ravens the Ravens are going to get the dub, which will ultimately have help us um, 
but I think it'll be a cl- it's it's going to be a great game to watch, 100. percent So I'm looking forward to watching. I just hope the Ravens win. Nice, uh, and I am also with you on that. Next, I'm going to throw you uh, Vikings and Panthers. Darnold versus what's Cousins? Kirk. Kirk, Captain Kirk. Um, Captain good, Kirk, you like that? Yeah, good comeback by the Vikings last week. Um, the Panthers' defense is great. Uh, I think this. I'm going to I'm going to preface this game by saying if Christian McCaffrey plays, the Panthers win. If Christian McCaffrey doesn't play, I'm going to give it to the Vikings. Um, so it can go either way. Uh, if I have to choose one, I will go Panthers. Um, you know, they got White Michael Vick and, uh, and Sam Darnold. And uh, I think the Panthers will, will ultimately win this game. I agree. I just like what they're doing. I like what Joe Brady's doing on offense. He's just scheming these guys wide open for Darnold, which is probably better because, you know, he's had some issues in tight coverage in the past. I'm going to go Panthers. Next, I'm going to take... Ooh, that's a nice matchup. I'm going to like this game. Uh, Cardinals and Browns. Cardinals are red hot right now. They're doing great. I did just see that Rodney Hudson uh, is out. You know, their center that we desperately need back in Las Vegas. He's going to be out for the game. I don't know if it's lengthy. I think it was a rib injury. Uh, that makes, if Jadavian Clowney's healthy, and obviously Miles Garrett is a stud, that could spell trouble for Kyler. I think I'm still going to give it to the Cardinals, but I think this is not going to be one of their easy blowout games. I think it's going to be like 17 to 10 Cardinals over the Browns. What do you think? I think the Cardinals get their first loss this week, honestly. Um, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I think uh, the the Browns defense is is very good. Baker Mayfield uh, has not been great this year. I think he's got like four passing touchdowns, which is nuts, but... Uh, he usually comes together second yeah, half. Yeah, he does. Half of he the does. Season, he starts uh, to... But I think the running attack, um, you know, between Hunt and Chubb will, will will wear down that Arizona defense, which has been very good. Um, but I, I don't. I don't think they're going to get humbled. I think it's going to be a close game, like you said. But I do think the Browns are going to get the win. Interesting. Well, we'll we'll see on that one. Side note: Random question: Who would you rather have, Kareem Hunt or Clyde Edwards-Helaire? Kareem Hunt. Not even. Not even a. Don't have to think about yeah. that. Don't you you think in, in retrospect how much – I think that was a mistake letting him go. It wasn't even domestic violence. You don't kick women. Don't get me wrong. You do not kick yeah, women. Yeah, I think it was just – But was, we, like, was, compared to what we're letting slide these yeah, days – Yeah, with I, just, uh, I think it was just the, the pressure that was mounting at that time. They didn't have a choice. Um, you know, I would rather have taken this hit on the six-game suspension and have Kareem Hunt because what they were building there was special, man. Kareem, they, there was the connection and everything. Um, that would go yeah. I still remember that Pats game. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It just ran all over yeah. their faces. All right. Speaking of the Pats, uh, next up for you is Cowboys and Patriots. Cowboys, the Cowboys are playing great football, man. Uh, Diggs is just yeah. unreal. You know, uh, Stefan Diggs' brother yeah. is just a absolute stud back there. He gets like an, inse- an interception every game. Um, but their offense—he's on six six, six picks. picks, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. I think he actually didn't get an interception in one game. He had two in one one game. If I'm if I'm correct, I don't know. But um. Yeah, Dak's playing great. CD Lamb, uh, you know, Amari Cooper. Zeke is completely back and killing it. Uh, the Cowboys are something to be they're 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 a contender there, obviously in the NFC that don't really get a whole lot of talk. It's Buccaneers, it's Rams, it's Packers. Um, but the Cowboys are a good team. The Cowboys are a good team. I'll give it to them, and their defense has gotten a lot better. And uh I think they will they will dominate the Patriots. 
Uh, I'm gonna agree with you. This is kind of a lose lose because I have a couple really annoying Cowboys fans at work, and then obviously I still live in New England. You were smart to get out, um, so I still have to deal with the quote unquote Patriots slash Bucks slash TB12 fans. So I'm screwed either way. Um, I just, ugh, I think my in my gut, I have to say the Cowboys are going to win. I, I just want the universe to work it out in some way where they both lose, but I don't think it's possible. So or at this point, I think the Cowboys offense is superior and the defense with Diggs leading the way um, is going to get it done. Next, I'm going to take Seahawks and Steelers on Sunday night. Uh, I was just in Pittsburgh taking a relative to the Steelers game, and it was awesome. They were doing great really until the fourth where they let the Broncos come back, but it was an absolute awesome game. Najee Harris is a stud. A healthy um, Claypool is dominant. I think with without uh, Russell Wilson, the Steelers' defense, which is almost back to full strength, I don't know if Devin Bush is going to be playing, but I think the Steelers are going to be able to turn it up on Geno, maybe a couple picks. Um. And yeah, if the offense keeps rolling, they don't have Big Ben extend beyond his means, then they'll be all right. So I'm going to pick Steelers. Uh, I got the Steelers too. And uh, let me me say this. Would not not be shocked if the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers next year is Russell Wilson. Putting that out there right now. Because I don't think Russell Wilson's going to want to come back to Seattle. um, Because I think this season without him is just going to go to a downward spiral. And they're just going to look to – another get another franchise quarterback in the draft um even though there's not really any but anyways that's another that's another story for another time um if that happened i would pick i would pick the steelers to be a super bowl contender with, Russell, with those weapons Russell, I'm, I'm telling you use, man i'm maybe, telling maybe you use their draft pick maybe use their hey we'll, we'll mark, mark it right, it right now. now coach is saying that russell russell to uh to pit next so, year pit absorbs that massive he, contract he, yeah we'll see because ben's not coming back but uh not the like you know you preseason you know, that you know when hopes are high for every team that's like a really good Sunday night game I think it's going to kind of be a letdown you know with with the way Roethlisberger is now and you know Geno Smith but yeah um, let's Steelers they're going to win it it's good let's go with it all right um, I'm going to give you Bills and Titans uh, Bills and Titans get it. Um, the Music City Miracle game. Um, that was only like 25 years ago. But uh, I, Ooh, Jeff, Jeff Fisher. Yes, the Jeff Fisher. Um, I am going to go with the Buffalo Bills. I think they're going to continue their uh, their reign. Uh, they have the easiest schedule in the NFL after after their last game against the Chiefs. Uh, so I think it'll be I think it'll be closer than people might think. I think Derrick Henry keeps them in that game. Um, but ultimately I think the bills, Josh Allen and the boys are going to, uh, are going to win the, uh, secondary for the, uh, Titans are bad. So uh, Josh Allen's going to eat. I'm in agreement. I think the, uh, Titans defense is still very porous. I think the Julio Jones coming back is good, but AJ, um, may not be, uh, ready for the game. So I'm just. Just not really feeling this whole matchup for uh, Mike Vrabel and the boys, so I'm going to give the W to uh, the Bills. All right, quickly, we've got the Packers and Bears. Packers all the way. They're 12-1 and in the NFC North. The Bears are contender, or not contenders, they are pretenders. Justin Fields is going to be on his tukus, his rear. 
he will be down and for the count and it's going to hurt. And I believe he'll throw at least one pick that secondary, even without Jair is still better than most things he's faced so far. So I'm going to give the Packers the win without a doubt. Don't let me down. LaFleur and company. Yeah, that's, that's what a lot think, of Eric? the week. Packers are going to win that game. They're going to dominate. I love it. There we go. All right, quickly, I'm going to go through my boys. Uh, Raiders are playing the Broncos at home. Um, I want the Broncos to lose, obviously. So if the Chargers lose and the Broncos lose, I'm a happy guy. Uh, it's our last home game before we hit the road again. Uh, Raiders are 0-1 and one in the division currently. No, 0-2. and two. Sorry. Well, no. Yes. 0-1. and one. Yeah, we lost to the Chargers. Um, we will be 0-2 and two if we lose to the Broncos. Broncos, as I said, are coming off a big loss to the Steelers. Um, so firsthand, I saw Pittsburgh just run the ball. They exhausted the uh, Broncos' defense, and then they got some big plays out of their receivers breaking tackles. If the Raiders can replicate that, and we have – Similar to Pittsburgh, we don't have a great O-line. I'd say ours is even worse. I think we're the 32nd ranked O-line in the league right now. But if if the Steelers could put that together, if we can just model that game plan, I think we can win. It is a, a big test. The Broncos finally played a real team, which was the Steelers. Um, I think we have a better quarterback, so that's something else they're going to have to deal with. Teddy Bridgewater played decent only in the fourth. He was like three for six for the first three quarters, and they couldn't run it, and they couldn't do anything else. So I think the Raiders can win. This is a big test uh, adversity-wise to see if they can overcome the issues from this week and focus and get a win. So I'm going to pick my boys to win a close one, 21-14. Yeah, I think the Raiders will win this game. I think they, uh, your new coach, uh, the special teams guy, I think they, he's very low. Rich, Rick, Rich Bisaccia. Rich Bisaccia. Um, Good Italian name right there. Yeah. But, uh, I, I think the um, the Raiders win. I think they they play for him. Um, kind of just shake off the dust from last week. Um, focus because the season isn't over. We're five games into it, right? You can't you can't just throw in the towel now because just because you lost your coach. Um, you got to continue to play for each other. And I think the Raiders will get the win. You know, we all on this podcast can agree on one thing: we hate the Broncos. So just beat them down. I agreed. All right, um, and then the Chiefs are meeting up with the Washington football team. What do you this think? This one's for Gruden. We're going to smash them. We're going to smash the Washington football team. That defense. I that, love it. That, that, I like that. That, uh, that defense has been unbelievably um, disappointing. Actually, I thought Chase Young was going to be Defensive Player of the Year. There's no way that's happening. Diggs is probably going to be the Defensive Player of the Year. But um, besides that, the the Chiefs just need to dominate this game from start to finish. There is no foot off the pedal. You are putting that foot down and you're pressing that gas and you're you're zooming. You're flying. You're giving it to Tyreek. You're giving it to Prinkle. You're giving it to Kelsey. You're giving it to Williams. You're giving it to Josh Gordon. Feed Josh Gordon. Feed those boys. Get the win. Dominate. Get your groove back, and then you come back next week, and you're ready for the Giants and a team that's just going to be in disarray. So you got to get this win. Have to get this win. Absolutely, this is this is a defining moment in the season, a hundred percent. You know, you're you're going against Tyler Henneke, who's you know a great story, um, and Washington does have some talent on offense, but you have to dominate this game. You have to. There there is no ifs ands or buts about it. The Chiefs have to win this game, and. The, the start, the climb back, whatever you want to call it, starts this week. 
you're at Washington, get the win, dominate, get some confidence back, and just let that keep rolling because we have to win. It has to happen. I like that. I actually feel very similar with the Raiders and Broncos. This can, so this can bring you guys back up to three and three. It can bring us back to a, a more decisive winning record at four and two, which would be great. I think for you guys, especially the key here is that the defense can kind of get its get its mojo back, if you will. Um, Heineke, in my eyes, is still unsure of himself. He's still figuring it out. Uh, I think his accuracy is not where a QB1's accuracy needs to be. Um, I think this could be the game for you guys to make some tweaks, settle down, kind of let them come to you instead of – I think we see a little issues with overaggression and then and then you guys pay the price. Um, so I think this could be it to, to realign the defense, offense, chill out, Mahomes just stop looking for highlight reels and you guys can get this W. And uh, so that's where we are with our predictions. Let's hope that send it podcast is, um, you know, is five and O or, or correction three and O um, come Monday night. So that would be uh, excellent. So now we're going to get into our send it awards before we close out the night. We give this to a player, a team, whoever we feel like uh, we want to give our award to. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's not. I am going to go first. What is that? It's a major award. I'm giving the Right the Ship Award, which if you recall was the title of an old episode where I wanted Gruden to fix the team and do things better. I'm giving it to Rich Passaccia. He's the assistant head coach slash special teams coordinator, now the interim head coach while Gruden's been removed. Uh, this is your chance, man. You've got you've been observing as an assistant for so long. He was with the Cowboys forever. Now he's with us. Now is the time to put your own spin on the team, um, get a W against a big-time rival, and show the fan base that a win is still possible without um, one of its leaders. It's, t- it's a new era now. It can be the Rich Passaccia era. era. Um, and let's just right the ship and get the team back in the direction it was moving in where we are a top-ranked team. You know, We're 18th in the power rankings now. We were 11th at one point. So let's get back up there. Uh, Coach. Who is your Senate award? My to? Senate award it goes to it's the I got you, bro. Senate award that goes to Lamar Jackson, who uh, just was unbelievable. Ooh, was just I unbelievable like in the second half. I think he threw for more yards in the second half than he's had in any game in his NFL career, as far as the highest amount of yards goes. Um, he had like 330 yards in the second half, just unbelievable. Uh, the guy, you know, I said earlier, like, does he really deserve 40 plus million dollars here? He has proven that to me. This year, he he is a hundred. He's a hundred percent bet bet on himself, and he is going to get paid very well as he deserves. Um, you know, this dude's a thirtieth, thirty second pick in the draft, right? He was kind of an afterthought, um, but the Ravens believed in him. John Harbaugh believed in him, and uh, he has developed and shown so much as a quarterback um, that it is uh, it's great, man. It, it's I, I love the, I love competition. And we got, you know, we got so many good young quarterbacks in the NFL and a lot of them are in AFC, which is also a good and a bad thing. But if you like competition and you want to watch good football, we got plenty of that. So uh, props to Lamar Jackson, incredible comeback win, um, incredible play. And, uh, you know, keep it up against, except when you play the Chiefs or the Raiders. Yeah, well, we yeah. And right now we're one and one on that, mm-hmm. I guess so. All right, people, that's going to be it for tonight. We'll see you for week seven next week. Hopefully, Send It Podcast is 3-0 and and all three hosts are here. Let's hope. That's it. I'm, t- I'm tired after this week. Please yeah, give me a week. We need it.
Shout out to uh, Kelsey. You're good. You got a stinger, so I hope you feel better, man. Just kidding. He's got a good girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs>